Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today I'm joined with Carrie Styers, and she is a psychic medium. She's also a horoscope guru. Love her work. And Carrie, I'm so happy to have you back on my show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me back. I was so excited to be joining you. And hello, everyone, wherever you may be in this very moment. Blessings to you. Tell you what, girl, you helped me through my days. (laughs) You have these daily coaching videos that you put on Instagram when I love you for that because it's so fun. You're spot on every time. It's like, hey, you guys feeling kind of down? Hey, you guys feeling kind of weird today? Hey, do you want to smack someone in the face? I can tell you why. I mean... (laughs) Guess what? I'm feeling it too. No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. You know, I started doing these daily energy updates on Instagram and my stories because, you know, I just think adulting can be hard sometimes and I need a little handholding and um, it's always just kind of nice to know energetically what's going on. And I think, you know, even though my primary platform is mediumship and intuition, um, astrology is very, very helpful in terms of general themes about what's going on in the collective energetically. Um, And there's lots of different aspects. And I just think it's an absolutely fascinating and P.S. very accurate tool um, to kind of vibe what's going on in the world. Well, what I love about you too, is you explain it in a way that I can understand because, you know, if you don't do this day in and day out, I don't understand what all the, you know, conjunct Neptune and Pisces, I don't understand what all that is. So then you describe things or you make them in layman's terms to where people like me who love astrology, and I agree, I think it's very accurate, I can understand it better. So I know we've been going through some weird stuff lately, like once in a lifetime things happening. So tell me what's going on right now. I know it's just kind of a crazy time. And I know all of you listening to this right now, I know you're shaking your head and you're like, yes, it is an intense time. You know, I've said this before, but in 2019, 2018, 2019, um, in my meditations, my guides have been kind of prepping me for 2020. So I knew that going into 2020, that there was going to be a lot of shakeup and upheaval. And I knew things were going to, I knew it was going to be fairly intense. Um, I don't think anyone could have predicted the way it went down, but I knew that we were kind of moving into a decade of intense and profound shift, change, healing, um, ascending, evolving, because I had been prepped for that for a long time. My guys, they just gave me the heads up. And it's interesting to see not only 2020, but 2021 to really see how the last couple of years have unfolded because Really, you know, there has been so much, I would say, deconstruction going on in the collective, but also individually, just by the way events have unfolded in the last couple of years. And I think that we've all been forced to look at our lives differently. And the world is changing. And it's changing in a way where, you know, I think a lot of us were hoping in the last year or two, oh, it's going to be a change, but then we can kind of go back to the old way it used to be. And I think now what we're seeing is that we're really not going back, you know, there is no going back per se, um, that we are evolving right now. And, you know, I think a lot of that deconstruction that, you know, we are now kind of having to cope with this new norm. And I think it's the idea of like, wow, things are changing and things have changed 
And there's a level of acceptance kind of going on with that right now. And uh, I think the last couple of years have propelled the collective and many of us in our individual stories to kind of look at our lives differently and to make changes and to see where perhaps, you know, what once felt right to us or what once felt okay is now no longer okay. And now we're in the process of shifting and we're seeing that across the board. And, you know, I really overall have been told intuitively that this is really a decades long shift. So I really encourage everyone to kind of get this mindset to really kind of get a little bit more, I say, flexible in your approach to how you're approaching our lives right now. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I really feel like we are moving forward, being forced in a lot of instances to kind of shift our narrative forward and to progress and to ascend. And I just say that very, very lovingly, you know, we're not in Kansas anymore. I don't think we're going back. And, you know, I just, what I know is that here in 2022, it's a very, this is a very up down year. Okay. It's like, everything will be okay. You know, we'll like facing our fears and then we're okay. You know, we're feeling okay. And then another fear hits us or another shift hits us or something else hits us. Another wave hits us. And so to me, it's a lot of just up, down, up, down. And, you know, it's unnerving for me energetically. And I think with a lot of my clients, what I'm hearing is that it's very unnerving because it's hard to kind of like, we're trying to find that sweet spot and we're trying to get into that glide for a while. And it's like, we get into a bit of a sweet spot for a minute and then something happens and it shifts things, you know, and it's tough. No, it is. And that's another thing. When you were talking on one of your videos, you were talking about something once in a lifetime thing with this Jupiter conjunct in Neptune in Pisces or whatever you said. And I'm like, it seems like that's all kind of coming together too that we haven't seen. It's almost like it knew it was happening, like you said. I don't know if that was from your guides or if the planets knew. It's so weird how this is all happening in conjunction with everything else that's happening in the world. Yeah, well, I think we're all being kind of pushed, you know, lovingly, I'm going to say lovingly, although I know sometimes it doesn't feel that way. But we're all being pushed to envision something different for ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. to dream that that Jupiter Neptune conjunction, which was, you know, kind of a once in a lifetime conjunction, and is going to be activated here in the next, you know, definitely in the next couple of years, but really, for the next, you know, several years, is really about getting us to dream about a new way of being. And this whole concept that if we can't dream it, there's no way we can manifest it. And I know a lot of us, I'm hearing, talking to clients everywhere where, you know, there are shifts in work, shifts, you know, with our jobs, with our passion, you know, where we once were passionate about something. Now our interests are shifting, you know, there is a lot of shift in terms of relationships, just changes. And we're now being encouraged to envision something different for ourselves to really surrender out to what is no longer feeling in alignment or what's no longer working to surrender out to the changes to really just say, okay, I'm going to radically accept this. And therefore, I'm going to open my heart to something new and something different. Um, And knowing that we're always being led forward, and that, you know, we're always being guided into something better in all in all cases, even though it doesn't really feel like that. I know sometimes, you know, change just doesn't feel comfortable, but we're all ascending. And again, if you're listening to this right now, I'm just saying to you, I'm sending you a, a big hug and I'm sending you a lot of love and a lot of encouragement. I'm letting you know you're not alone. Everyone I'm talking to is experiencing this in some capacity. Transformation change pushes to finally step into the story we were born to live 
pushing, being pushed to get out of relationships and situations that are no longer in integrity. And by I mean that is things that don't feel good, that have reached their expiration date, that are no longer honoring us, Mm -hmm. and really shifting ourselves forward to allow ourselves to dream the dream and to allow that to kind of manifest in our, you know, manifest itself, take shape in our lives. But it's, you know, folks, I just think it, it is uncomfortable energy, even in the collective, when we see what's going on in the world in terms of social justice and health and, you know, all these issues in terms of geopolitical issues, you know, we're seeing old dynamics that have been kind of percolating for a long time, just coming to the surface and they're, you know, in explosive ways. And these are, these are issues that need to be healed. So, you know, I just think in terms of the collective and in our personal stories, it's time to shift, you know, it's, we're here, we're here. And when you say it's a 10 year kind of shift, wow. Okay. That doesn't make me real happy. (laughs) Um, I know I say that because I think my guides are telling me that because I think they want us to get out of this mentality of like, oh, I'm going to shift a little bit right now. And next year, it'll kind of go back to the way it used to be. I think that there is kind of this idea of no, this is it's time for us to say we're reimagining a new world, a new life for ourselves. Okay. And, and I think we're being asked right now, lovingly to kind of let go of what's reached its expiration date, you know, in our lives. Um, It doesn't mean all parts of our lives. So, you know, some aspects of our lives are staying the same, but you all know, those of you who are listening right now, you know that there's some area of your life right now that is like, you know, there's some, it needs some shift and it needs some change and maybe you're getting some testing around it. And, you know, I don't know that the universe is going to let up on you in that way. You know, Mm -hmm. I think you're going to be pushed to kind of, to heal it and shift it. So, I don't know. It's uncomfortable. But then the flip side of that, you know, it's like, well, you can either look at it as anxiety or excitement. And there's a real thin line there about, you know, energetically what that means. On one hand, we could be anxious about it and afraid of it. On the flip side of that, we could reframe that and say, hey, we're always changing and evolving. We came into these bodies to evolve and shift. And, you know, as Miley Cyrus says, there's always going to be another peak to climb. There's always going to be another horizon. And we came here, as Abraham Hicks said, to launch these rockets of desires to keep stepping forward. We didn't we didn't come here and have this physical experience to do the same old, same old. We came here to evolve and shift and grow. And um, that's part of the missive. So I think that, you know, I am choosing to reframe it in that way, because I think if I left this body and graduated from this lifetime and only did, you know, I think I'd have a lot of regrets if I didn't have the courage to try new things Absolutely. and to shift forward and to try it a different way, if that makes sense. You know, we came here to have this experience. It's an honor and a blessing to be in a body, although it doesn't feel that way a lot. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. it feels so challenging. But this time we have in the physical form, this is precious time. This is precious time to heal the narrative, to heal our own narrative, to heal the collective narrative, to heal our ancestral karma, to allow ourselves to create and grow. And, you know, if you look at it through that lens, it's very exciting as well, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we're all afraid of change in some capacity. I think everyone is like, oh, I just don't like the change. I don't even like it when they change the thing on Instagram, when they change all the, you know, and everybody's, you know. You're just like, really? And no one likes that. But I also think it's imperative. I think the only way you're ever going to grow is to change. But, but let me ask you something else. 
this is talking more about personal people, you know, just the collective of all the people. What do you think about the government stuff? What do you think about um, the Earth's atmosphere? What do you think about, you know, those kinds of things within the things that you know and trust through your guides or through your astrology? What do you think about those things? Well, the astrology is very interesting this year for the United States government because, of course, we're experiencing our Pluto return here. So Pluto, which is the planet of death and regeneration, I mean, it's literally death and rebirth, um, is coming back to the exact same place that it was in the sky when the Declaration of Independence, you know, was signed. Um, The time when, you know, America first came to be. And so in terms of the United States, we've seen it in the last couple of years that there is this new sense here with Pluto and Capricorn that, you know, government, as we've seen it and how we are governing here, it's all changing and shifting. And we're seeing that. So America is going through a tremendous shift, which, of course, is impacting the whole entire world. And that is exact this summer in July. Um, And I'm really predicting that July and August are going to feel very that there's going to be some tension there. Oh, really? Um, Mm. But we're seeing that. You know, I just (laughs) I have a lot of things I could say about, um, you know, in terms of the world and where we're going. But I will say that I am not a doomsday person. You know, that is not what I've ever been shown. I just think that we're evolving as a people and as a collective right now. And we've got to bring, you know, more love into the equation in terms of government big business, you know, how we see each other, how we're governing, you know, how we're doing business with each other, you know, and I think loveless institutions, we're going to see loveless ways of doing business and loveless institutions start to, you know, crumble a bit or to at least come under more scrutiny as we step forward here. And so I see more, you know, upheaval in that sense, but it's kind of time, you know, that's kind of how the other, the way I see it. I know some of you may disagree about that. And I know we all, everyone has their own political views about how they see things. But I think the one thing we can agree on is in terms of we want more love based. Absolutely. um, We want more love based energy in all aspects of society. You know, and I do feel like that's what's happening right now. But I feel like, you know, it's kind of like the dark before the dawn, Mm -hmm. which is that things kind of have to be jarred. You know, they have to be kind of pushed to the surface. You know, there have to be some eruptions. There has to be some level of that in order for peace to be restored. You know, I think things have to fall apart sometimes in order to be rebuilt in a way that's, you know, more love based for everyone. So you know, my take on all the changes going on in the world is that it's all happening for a reason. And even in our own lives, I think for myself, you know, I'm an abuse survivor. I remember the first time I ever confronted my abuser and my family and everything in my 20s. You know, I remember how painful that was. And it was explosive. And it was, you know, it was all the things. And yet, you know, years later, we found so much peace. And it's such it's so much better. You know, I think sometimes things just have to kind of break down in order to come back together again. Right, and I think that support that you get from family um, when you are going through difficult times or you are having to discuss things with family, you have that support network, that's going to get you through. Um, No matter, yeah, yeah. I think right now, in terms of this year and dealing with the energies, especially this year, it's so up down. uh, Two things that really stand out to me are, one, what I heard at the beginning of this year from my guides is, it's really imperative this year that we extend our timelines out And what I mean by that is that because there's so much getting kicked up in the collective right now um, and also in our individual stories, it's really important for us to give ourselves more time (laughs) and more space to 
do the things that we want to do to, you know, get to where we need to be. We are very deadline focused, you know, we are achievers in our society, you know, that's kind of how Western society is kind of built. Um, we are, we're very goal oriented. We want to get there as fast as we can, you know, we're looking for the quickest way. Sure. This year, I just think that everyone's tired this year, you know, yeah, well, <laughs> I think there's yeah, a lot of we're fatigue, yeah. collective fatigue. <laughs> yeah. And so I think there's a certain level of exhaustion. And when just when it seems like right now, energetically, when we start to get a little momentum, it feels like something comes in and kind of, you know, kind of stops us in our tracks a little bit. So I'm just going to ask every one of us, I'm being told, you know, just to extend out our timelines to get ourselves more grace, to give us ourselves more time to get there, to do the things that we want to do, to heal the things that we need to heal, to achieve the things that we want to achieve give ourselves more time. And also just really working on learning how to self-soothe and self-regulate in the midst of chaos or in the midst of change in the world. Okay. Um, I think there's a beautiful lesson that's emerging this year that I'm seeing, which is also teaching us to be helping us to learn how to be okay and how to be at peace within ourselves, you know, at the, you know, at the epicenter of chaos and change around us of discomfort, you know, and learning how to sit in that, you know, and how to learning how to be with ourselves when maybe we're not sure how the story is going to turn out, you know, learning how to be with ourselves when we see upheaval around us or change around us, learning how to be at peace within ourselves when something happens. I think there's a lot of learning here this year about how to just be present for ourselves, how to love ourselves, how to self-soothe, how to self-regulate, how to make it okay in the midst and knowing that, you know, really we don't need the rest of the world to be at peace in order for us to be at peace within ourselves. I like that. Oh, yes. And turn the news off. I mean, yes, know? yes. Whatever's triggering you. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. And whatever, yes, whatever's triggering you, step yeah. away from it. Step away from you, it. You just have um, to. You have to. You have to turn that stuff off. And hey, listen, I'm, I love watching the news. I watched it all the time, sometimes too much. And finally, I was like, listen, this is not helping me right now. And I took, uh, I took a few days off. And then I was like, okay, the world didn't end. <laughs> Not that I thought it would, but you know, it's just one of those things where you just got to step away because nothing is good. There's nothing good on the news right now with the war in Ukraine and just all of the the things going on in our government that, you know, it's like a dystopian novel that's going on now with all the things that are, they're trying to change. And we're, it's like, we're going backwards and I don't understand that, you know, but I think that's the shift in perception. So I'm even going to coach you right there, Leslie, I'm going to stop you right there because I want to say that's the perception. So when you say, gosh, it feels like everything's going backwards, but to me, that's the illusion. And that's what my guides keep trying to show me is that's the BS. That's the illusion. Don't get caught in that because in truth, we're always constantly evolving forward and to not get kind of tripped up in that and to say, no, really beautiful things are actually unfolding in this world. And beautiful change is, in fact, taking place in this world. And good things are still happening to people. And people are, you know, you got to remember that, too, you know, that also the news, and I say this as a former journalist, you know, that the news, hello, our news is being controlled by a very few people as well. So there's, you know, lots of things are not making the news that are really great things. And I'm not saying we're not trying to spiritually bypass and we're not trying to kind of whitewash anything here. 
but it's, you know, the edge of evolution, as they say, is messy, but we are making progress. I know that. I mean, I look in the last two years in terms of the people, how far we've come. We have come a long ways in the last oh, two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and I don't want to get political or anything like that, but there are things that I'm just like, I can't believe they're trying to do something that has been in law for so long. But I, I, know, but I smile yeah. about it when I see that. And I think, well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know? to myself, you know, this is what I always say to myself. Well, that's interesting. Love will always have the final say. Martin Luther King Jr. talked about that a lot. Yes. Um, love will always have the final say. Truth will always have the final say. So if you're getting frustrated with the world, folks, Hey, remember, the truth of the matter always comes around, okay? What goes around comes around, and the truth will always be revealed, and love will ultimately always have the say, because really, in the non-physical, right. love is the ruling state of awareness, so... <laughs> I mean, I it is truth. Yes. I've interviewed many psychics and, and you're all the same. It's all about intent. It's all about what you put out in the world. And it's all about love. And if you think it, it's still energy and it's still something you have to put out there. And if you think negative, you're still putting that out. And I totally get that. And I agree with exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it's just it's it's hard. And that's the reason why when we talk about this year, there's a lot of learning here about how to self soothe, mm -hmm. and how to self regulate. And but what but I mean, self regulate, it's kind of a therapy tool, like term that I'm talking about here, it means when I start to get triggered, when we start to get depressed, right. when we get anywhere that deviates from kind of that, you know, middle ground, how do we bring ourselves back to our center? You know, how do we bring it back into, how do we get back into our hearts? Right. How do we get back into more, tr into trusting? How do we get back into the vortex, as Abraham Hicks would say? How do we get connected back in with truth, you know, with that love? Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important this year, you know, we're all learning, we're all getting more tools in our tool belts to kind of figure out how do we self-regulate? How do we bring ourselves back to the middle? How do we bring ourselves back to center? which is very, very, very important. And, you know, quite honestly, I also say to my clients is that, you know, you have to remember what someone else is going through. That's their path. Okay. Right. You have your own path. Okay. And remember that your path, even if 50 million other people are experiencing one thing, your path can look really different, you know? Absolutely. So in other words, what I'm saying is, remember you're living your life okay and your life can look different from someone else's and, and just because perception. someone else is having that experience yeah. doesn't mean you have to have that same experience absolutely and it is your perception it's your you know it's your reality your reality is not everyone else's you know you you create it and i agree with you so if someone wanted to talk to you and get some kind of reading from you whether it's your psychic abilities your mediumship even your horoscope abilities tell me what they can expect from you well, before each of my readings, I put a lot of care into my readings. And before I go into my readings, I go into meditation about 10, 15 minutes before every reading. Mm -hmm. And I literally, I open up my intuitive channels. But then what I also do is I ask spirit to kind of bring messages to me um, and kind of let me know what my client's working on, what's going on. So by the time I start, when I start my readings, mm -hmm. I normally have about a half page of notes written down for my clients. Oh, wow. So of uh, downloads, um, you know, whether it be a loved one uh, who's come through or, you know, issues that I'm picking up on sure. um, or a kind of vibe that I'm picking up about the person where they're at energetically. Now I do do a little bit of numerology. So I look at your personal nice. year cycle yes. and I look at in terms of astrologically kind of where Jupiter and Saturn is 
is for you. Just again, I'm not looking at your natal chart, just looking at sun sign astrology. Right. Um, so I've got a few little data points over here with, you know, numerology, especially my gosh, those personal year cycles are so like, they're so dead on accurate. They'll tell you oh, exactly like, what's, what's oh, going on. Yes. Um, I love numerology. I, yes. Yeah. Numerology is great too. Yeah. So I have a little bit of that written down, but mostly what I have written down is intuitively what I picked up um, and whoever or whatever's coming through. Um, and a lot of times I'll start reading some of my, you know, clients will be like, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'll you, be like, you hone in right on that. This and awesome. this. They're like, oh, okay. Yep. That's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And everybody intuitive works differently. I think this is called me being a bit of an overachiever. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's important for me as an intuitive to kind of show that, you know, I don't have to ask you a million questions in order to get Absolutely. the information, you know? Right. Well, and that just proves that you know what you're doing. You're in touch with what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yes. you know. Yes. So that's um, yeah. So that's a reading with me. You know, and I I'm very in touch with heart chakra. I you know I can hear a person's voice or look at a name, and I can pick up on someone's energy wow, really? super quick. I have this thing with names. I have a thing with like voices and. You know, every intuitive works differently, but that's kind of how I roll. And I do 30-minute sessions. I also do one-hour sessions. And if I haven't picked it up in my meditation, then my clients then can kind of chime, chime in. But we work through it. I, Yeah, I love this work. And um, I love talking to people. And I am surrounded in my family by lots of therapists and lots of healers. And I have a long background in that. So probably I know a lot of people when they talk to me also say, wow, I got a lot of intuitive information there, but I also got a lot of healing from you um, and probably some counseling too. <laughs> no, I mean, you're so good at it. You're so good at it. And, you know, whenever we talk, it's just, you're just so kind and lovely. And you always say yes when I want to do an interview with you. And now you're my resident horoscope psychic medium. Well, whether you like it or not. And- <laughs> You're hilarious. You are hilarious. Well, I always laugh and say, I'm a Gemini. So for those of you who know me, I'm a Gemini. Yes. So I have like, you know, the joke with Gemini's is that we're like, what is it? You know, we're, we're interested in everything, but we've like mastered nothing, you know? Exactly. So I, you know, in my readings, I'm like, Ooh, I like a little bit this from numerology. Ooh, I like a little bit this from astrology. I know, Ooh, so I love this with this yeah. from my mediumship. You know, I yeah. take a little bit of everything and we put it together and we create a little special sauce, you know? Well, we do. Cause you know, it's, as I don't know if everyone knows, but I'm also a Gemini. Um, our birthdays are fairly close together. You're in late May, mine's early June. And we were talking about, you know, I feel more like a Taurus now. I think it's kind of a fluid situation. I don't even know if that's something that happens in when you grow older and you mature and you become a little bit more of another sign. I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> well, I think when you look at your natal chart, if you oh, look at a natal chart, if you go to astro.com, you can create a free profile and really look at your natal chart. It's fascinating to kind of see where all your planets are stacked up. I'm not a traditional Gemini either. I'm a two degree Gemini. And if you look at step astrology, which combines numerology and astrology, if we're getting real nerdy here, like two in <laughs> step astrology is super sensitive. So I'm a gotcha. hypersensitive Gemini. So, okay. um, but yeah, it's very interesting. Yes. And my gosh, Gemini's have gone through it. Let me just PS Gemini's are going through it. And this year, I swear, I think all the retrogrades this year are hitting Gemini. Do you know, oh. even the Mars retrograde this fall is in Gemini. Oh, I am right. like, yeah, no. seriously, <laughs> oh, like, how much more can we take? Although, Hey, listen, I'm always a uh, cup half full always, no matter what. I'm always just so positive. I just am. And I'm grateful that I feel like that always. And I'm just thrilled that the podcast is doing so well. And I'm thrilled that I've 
I'm just keeping that energy going and so happy that I can have people like you on my podcast that know their stuff and they're so interesting and so good at what they do. And I wanted to, oh, and I wanted to share you again with the people that may not know who you are because you were one of my earlier interviews. So guys, I'm going to put all of her information in my show notes because Carrie, you have been fantastic. And I want everyone, if you are interested in any of this, please give her a call, set up an appointment. She's amazing. I adore you all. Now this year, I just want to say something really quick to finish out. Okay. Everyone, I just want to give you a heads up. Okay. It is an up down kind of year. And I want everybody to be real flexible with that and understand that, you know, here in April, we're like really moving and grooving. Um, May, we're going to move into retrograde season. Things are going to slow down, kind of get a little bit cooler. May, June, July, August, picante. Okay. They're like spicy. I'm telling you. September, we go back into retrogrades, mid-October, November, we're in eclipse season. I think there's going to, we're going to be feeling it then. And then December, I think this Christmas is going to be, it's going to be a quiet, I think it's going to be a fairly quiet December. So we're going to be in a lot of retrograde energy there too. But it's again, what I'm saying is like, Ooh, up that, you know, it's like, Ooh, back and forth, back and forth. And I love these predictions. I love when you guys can give predictions and just give us something to kind of look forward to and, and, and give us something to know what we need to kind of brace for as opposed to you nothing. You know? Yes, I'm going to Italy. I'm like in May, I'm going to Italy. So I'm so excited. I'm yes. like during this retrograde, very spiritual retrograde May, I'm going to be away. <laughs> Great. So I wish I could just go with you. Yeah. Everyone, I, I'm hoping for the planet that things feel a little bit uh, softer and a little bit better um, in May, June. We all just need to think it and it will be right. We can all try to get that perception going in the world. Just think it that it's going to be good. No matter what it is in the outside world, we're ultimately, we are always safe and we're always being held. I pulled two cards before I started. The protection card came up for everyone knowing that, you know, we are our loved ones. We're all loved and we're safe. And also the other card that came out is the situation will improve. So hang in there, everyone. So please, please, please. The world is evolving. We're shifting. We're healing we are going somewhere very beautiful okay hang on to that see how amazing she is guys you guys gotta call her give her a call i'm gonna put all of her information on my show notes and carrie thank you so much for joining me i adore you leslie lots of love to you and lots of love to each and every one of you trust me hand in hand we're doing this together well i love providing because i want to know at no cost so if you like what you heard please leave me a five-star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee it's kind of like a patreon but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give i am a one-woman show and i do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing so just know your support is so greatly appreciated and one more thing i am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on amazon just look up my my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again, and I will see you next week.